0: Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series.
1: When I was young, in the 1950s, I attended Catholic grammar school and I memorized the Baltimore Catechism. In fact, I think I got an A on all of my tests. Um, I faithfully attended Mass each week, not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid if I didn't, I would suffer eternal damnation. Um, I faithfully, I followed all the rules. I followed my Catholic faith um, faithfully. But it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother, and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children, that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine.
2: I can't even share with you how I was so wrote in my faith. And I was attending Mass, but I was not present. I was a good man, I was a good father. I was instilling the sacraments into my family. Uh, I was definitely not intentional. I was stuck rope in my family. Yeah.
3: But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous, meekness that empowered him to play the game.
4: And I tell him what is going on with me and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, 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 I think this is like some sort of miracle, dude. And he's like, you know, of course, but I'll believe it when I see it, honey, you've been trying to quit and you've been saying this and saying that. And I'm, you know, he, his big line to me is, you shouldn't say things (laughs) because I never follow through on them. And so this was week after week month after month he is looking at me like this is a miracle there is no way that you on your own could have done this
0: in first corinthians chapter 10 verses 16 through 21 saint paul compares the sacrifice of the christians to the sacrifice of israel and then to the sacrifice of the pagans paul calls the chalice the blood of christ and the bread as participation in the body of christ and then warns his listeners that you cannot partake of the table of the lord and the table of demons at the same time so in other words you need to decide what are you going to participate in are you going to participate in the historic christian idea of the altar of sacrifice which is in the Eucharist, or not.
3: And good evening, everybody, and welcome to Sewing Hope. I am Bill Snyder, and uh, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast this evening, no matter how you're listening. It's great to have you with us, and uh, I want to welcome in all of our different audiences on YouTube, Podbean, uh, and the like. So thank you so much for being here and tuning in to us. And as always, joining me is my co-host and friend, Andy Santis, so uh, we're going to bring her in right now. Uh, Ann, welcome, and thank you so much for being here, as always.
5: Oh, thank you, Bill. It's great to be here on this evening, because I am very, very excited about this show. We have an amazing guest.
3: Yes, we do. Why don't you tell, him, uh, tell us about him?
5: Yes, he is a, actually a friend of mine, because I know a lot about his ministry, and I'm a real cheerleader for them, too. Uh, it, this is the founder of the organization called Array of Hope, They are located in northern New Jersey, and the founder is Mario Costabile. So welcome, Mario. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
5: Yes, this is just great. It's just great. I love having shows where we can interview people that I actually know very personally. So uh, (laughs) because you have done work with the foundation that I'm the director for, as you know, who did a, a presentation or a, a whole event.
2: A concert. Our yeah. Lady
5: of Mercy, a concert yeah. up in Western New York with Our Lady of Mercy in Leroy. Yes. Uh, now, I'll just tell our audience that Array of Hope is a wide-ranging concert experience, a spiritual event that deepens the faith of teens and families, uniting us all as we journey toward Christ. And for those listening, please go to their website at arrayofhope.net. Now, let me spell that. It's A-R-R-A-Y of hope.net. And they're on all the social media platforms. They are absolutely amazing. So again, Mario, thank you so much.
2: Yes, I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is wonderful. Thank you.
5: hmm So I always say to our guests when they're on Sewing Hope is that we always love to hear... Personal journeys of our guests. So, whatever you'd like to share, I'm, I know that our listeners yeah. would love to hear it.
2: Yeah. Well, um, it's uh, it's um, it's an interesting story because I was uh, born uh, a Catholic. I'm a cradle Catholic and uh, raised a family of five. Uh, been married. Uh, for over 35 years and uh, really uh, went through my Catholic faith in a very ordinary way. I felt I was uh, just essentially going through the motions. I went to mass and raised our kids Catholic, got them into Catholic school, uh, put them through Catholic high school and college. And um, But, you know, something changed in me when I hit my 50s. Um, I started looking uh, for purpose and meaning in life. I figured, look, I'm hitting my 50s. Pretty soon, I'll be in my 60s, and before you know it, I'll be, you know, pretty at the end of my my life. And I'm and I I wanted. I was searching for. Well, did I did I do something with my life? Did I grow as a person? And more importantly that I know who God was. And I had this desire planted in my heart to try to discover or understand who God was better. Uh, and that was sort of my personal journey. Uh, as I hit my 50s, I, I, um, I uh, certain things happened to me personally that uh, invoked thought and uh, searching uh, for um, you know who he was and was he real and and w- were the teachings of the church valid and authentic and uh, the Holy Spirit really led me in a beautiful way to verify um, you know in my heart that you know the the, the church is beautiful and, and brilliant and Christ is real and God is real and all that kind of stuff. So,
5: no, you said it so perfectly because I've been to one of your concerts and i'll tell you i walked away feeling so much closer to my faith and believing everything that the church teaches Mm -hmm. i know that you're also very Mm pro-life and we've had a lot of pro-life guests on this show Mm -hmm. so uh tell us more about your family too because i know that they're very involved in ministry with you
2: Yeah. Well, by trade, I'm a music and film producer, so um, and I ran a recording studio, and I was very engaged in that secular world for over 40 years. And as I was searching for my own sort of spiritual fulfillment and understanding the teachings of the church, um, I was inspired to create something that – really actually initially mimicked our evangelical brothers and sisters. I created a multimedia concert that would be experienced on a parish level, sort of like Steubenville on steroids at your local gymnasium, (laughs) if you could imagine. And, um, uh, I, I, I was inspired because I was working uh, with a Christian artist band in Nashville, and I was introduced to a lot of these Christian artists, uh, Toby Mack and Mercy Me and Amy Grant and Casting Crowns. And I was really impressed, you know, with their spirituality, their uh, their faith walk, and and even more importantly, their a way to evan- the way they evangelize through high quality content and film and music. So A Ray of Hope was sort of like inspired. Uh, through that with desire, wanting the Catholic church to be able to evangelize in a similar way. So, I, you, you know, uh, the Lord said, well, you have the gifts, you have the talents, use them for the church. And as I shared with you earlier, uh, as I was growing in my own faith walk, um, I realized that maybe I can contribute in some way. Uh, and that was the beginning of a ray of hope uh, through just following uh, the uh, the um, the calling of the Holy Spirit and being obedient to that call, really.
5: You have been, and I invite people to please, please, please go to their website. When I say amazing, I really mean that. I mean, this <laughs> is the best. And I went to your end of your event as well, which was so beautiful where all of your supporters came together. You had Abby Johnson there as a guest speaker and some yeah. others, uh, which was so incredible up in uh, Northern New Jersey. hmm so uh, what is it like for you doing what you're doing now? Because like you said, you were involved in kind of more yeah, secular yeah. media, and now you're really immersed yourself in yeah. Catholic media. So different.
2: It, it is. Well, it, it creatively, it's it's similar in the sense that I'm really doing what I've always done. i produced music. I created events, create music, films, content, stuff for television, uh, except that I'm actually, you know, producing it with the end game to draw people to Christ and to draw people to the to the Catholic church. So I, del- I developed a skill set to be able to sell something through media, through music that would entice people to uh, invoke an interest in 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 the medium I was delivering that interest through. In, in this case, music or events or concerts, and I developed a te- technique that uh, I, I was able to draw people in. So I use similar techniques uh, for what we do um, to create uh, music that is high energy, very you know relevant uh, events and films that are relay- relatable, relatable uh, that we can really draw people to um, a, a sense of being entertained. Enlightened in enjoyment, humor. Uh, and then through that um, conduit, uh, we, if you want to call it that, um, we sort of surprise them with the, the beautiful teachings of the Catholic Church or the relevance of who God is today. Um, and um, I found that if you can draw people in and they feel uh, secure and can trust you, um, you have greater success than the just trying to preach to them or kind of tell them this is where it's at. And this is why you should believe in the Catholic church rather um, to try to um, invoke conversation and commonality between uh, someone that's experiencing what you're doing. And then you bring in, the point of who God is. They're more apt to listen. Uh, and, and that's always been the, the approach and the technique of Array of Hope, to draw people in in a way that's almost sort of, uh, uh, they're surprised by it, you know, and all of a sudden we're talking about issues of God that would, ordinarily they wouldn't have been talking about.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's you said it so perfectly though, Mario, because what you do is that you make a beautiful concert event that is relevant. I mean, it really, is relevant. Mm. Now, I don't, I don't care if you're eight years old or 80 years old. I yeah. mean, you are making it fun for everyone to attend, and it's a faith-filled event. Yeah. I want to make a shout out right now because uh, pastors and churches who are listening to this podcast, even if even on demand, no matter where you are, because guess what. M- even though we're during this COVID time where there's not a lot of live events, Array of Hope is doing uh, an online, a beautiful event. I know you're doing one for yeah. our, our Lady of Mercy coming up. Yeah. Yeah. In mm-hmm. in, a, in a matter of weeks.
2: Sure, yeah. Let me let me explain that. So. Um, when COVID hit uh, for us in February, um, we are predominantly an event organization. So we do 50, 60 events a year. So when COVID hit, I remember distinctly, I came back from Nashville uh, and on March 9th, it was a Monday. We did a concert on a Monday, a big retreat for families. And then that weekend we had another three events and they, everything just started falling apart. If you remember, uh, you know. People, things were closing, you know, uh, schools were closing, work was closing up. And one by one, a schedule that was very full and complete literally evaporated. Um, so I had to, you know, as someone uh, that was running an organization, I had to really reevaluate. well, what is Array of Hope to do? Um, we create content and films for television, but predominantly we're an event organization, so I had to discern. I had to personally invoke the Lord and say, Lord, is is this it? Or, you know, are we on standby? Or um, what? how do you want us to go forward? And through my discernment and through my prayer, it was very clear that we were growing in social media. We were growing on, on online presence. And I, I got a signal that, you know, this is where you got to go. You've got to go where they're at. And um, so I, I, I got the feeling that something virtually online was possible. So um, uh, we, had, we had attended and also participated in some of those Catholic conferences uh, that were happening in the spring. And in doing that, um, I saw what other uh, apostles and other organizations were doing, uh, but I said, you know, this is wonderful. But I don't think it's going to work for Ray of Hope, because if you remember, in Ray of Hope is a very engaging, interactive event. So we invite people to the stage. We have volunteers. We do trivia games. We get them to sing along. And I said, if anything's going to fly virtually or online, it's got to mimic that. Close, at least close to it. So I went on a journey to find out how we can develop software and hardware that will be able to do that. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, through a lot of uh, hard work and a lot of prayer, uh, we put together a platform, a virtual live platform that parishes and organizations and dioceses. diocesan leaders and catechetical leaders can bring a ray of hope in. Uh, and it's basically, you know, they experience it at home uh, or in your office. And it, it's really powerful because it's uh, it's engaging and it's interactive. So literally people uh, will be part of this malleable interface where they engage on various buttons and they build a console and, and they have chats and then they have polls that we participate in. And then the really cool part is that we develop this virtual stage. So uh, we invite people to volunteer and we kind of zoom them, you know, we zoom them in like Star Trek, you know, beam me up Spock and then they're on the virtual stage with the performers. So it's a lot of fun. It's really exciting. And it's very unique. Um, Particularly in the Catholic world, and it, and you yeah. know what, it, there's a need out there. I mean, there's a lot of churches and dioceses that are struggling and then, and really don't know what what to do. So we have the solution for them that we can continue their formation, we can continue their uh, approach to catechize young people and to and to deliver the sacraments through a retreat.
3: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: That's thank you. It really is,
3: Bill. It I is. can't wait for you. It's to so see cool. It. It's an it's exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch this. I mean, you know, I have to be part of your ministry. It, it's absolutely incredible the technology that you're using. It just sounds uh, so engaging and so uh, it is. so real. It is. It, it was.
2: Is. I I, I got to tell you, Bill. It, it was. It wasn't. Um, it was. I we had to put together a multiple of softwares and a multiple of hardwares to communicate to one another. And your technical guide, it, it was like a lot of trial and error. It was really like we were spinning our wheels for weeks and weeks because it, it we fell short often. Yeah. But we trusted that the Lord was putting us in a place like He wouldn't He wouldn't have given us that clear signal to continue and continue if we didn't have something on the on the at the end of the road, you know?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and you know and that's where the uh you know the Lord is so good. He, you know, he, he just directs us, especially during this time. It's like, you know, if we're if we're open to him, I think that's one of the things that we can take away from your story, too, is if we're open to him and we're like, OK, we're going to trust you, Lord. You know, just lead us and show us how to put this together. And and I, it goes almost with every profession, almost everything during this time. If you're just listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit uh, good things are going to happen if you're just listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Uh, because while there's all this swirl of negativity around us in society, while there's a swirl of just uh, thing bad things happening, you know, to, to, to play off of your thing, there is a ray of hope. There's a ray of hope uh, in 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 this, uh, which is just to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and act on yeah. what, what He's prompting you to do.
2: Yeah, Amen. I... Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, but you know, it, it, it's easier said than done, you know I mean? Listen, you know, sometimes you tell people, well, you just got to listen to God and they say, well, how am I going to listen to God? I don't hear him, you know, but there was, I, I, we worked uh, on a, um, a, a series about the apparitions of Fatima here a couple of years ago called Fatima gems that we released. It's a 13 part video series. And I work with a uh, Franciscan friar, Father Andrew Apostley, uh who passed oh, away. yes, yeah. yes. I know, And uh, it, when I was working with him, he was one of our hosts and, um, Uh, and it was at the tail end of his life he was very sick but and 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 i didn't really get a chance to experience a lot of his wisdom many people had said that he was a very profound uh very connected to the holy spirit and he said you know mario you know one way that you can detect that the holy spirit is engaged in doing and moving the church and moving something around you is when you have nothing to do with it when, it, you, when the idea comes up and and it, it starts having a, a mind and emotion of its own, then you know it's the Holy Spirit that's moving it along. So that was really good advice. So I, I share that with your listeners that, you know, sometimes we're inspired and we hear that little voice. And if we just nudge it a little bit and it starts to create opportunity and things start opening up, well, then you know that you're hearing the Holy Spirit and it's affirming that you're on the right track. I think sometimes people lack the trust or the, or the confidence that they're, they're actually connected. And God has given each and every one of us that ability to hear. Um, we just have to trust that he's speaking and we have to allow that uh, to penetrate and, and, and to uh, invoke our hearts to be open to it. And sometimes just being in silence, you know, sometimes people don't realize that silence is loud if we're patient enough to be silent and, and listen. Uh, he does speak to us. Amen,
5: amen. Well, the Holy Spirit spoke to me back <laughs> in, I think it was 2018, because I went to uh, the Catholic um, Writers Guild conference in Lancaster, PA. Yeah. And I, I ran into one of your former employees. That's uh, Carolina Soares, which I know she's married now and has a different yeah. last name. Yeah. And she introduced me to a ray of hope. Yeah. And I was blown away. I was just blown away. And I took it to the foundation that I'm the director for, which you're familiar with too, Yeah, uh, the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that our Mercedarian friends may be listening too at some point. So hello, Mercedarians. Uh, And that's where it all began, this relationship that we have with you, which we're so grateful for because I can't say enough good. Honestly, I cannot say enough good about what you're doing. And I I totally want to encourage – the pastors and the people that are listening please contact array of hope because you know you want to evangelize you're in the right place you're in the right place right here on this podcast because mario and array of hope can deliver the perfect evangelization for all age groups even if it's not in person i mean this can be a completely online event. And this is going to be amazing for your parishioners. So I hope that you all take up on that and go to arrayofhope.net.
2: Yeah, thank you. So good. Um, Yeah, I mean, this platform, um, I'm I'm so excited about because we, we modeled it after having a 13 or 14 year old be our our guide, our barometer, and their mm. attention span is about 45 seconds. <laughs> so we figured, look, you know, if we can keep them engaged for an extended period of time, we know we got something, you know, and uh, it's so exciting because the, as I shared with you, the, you know, the, interface the platform is so malleable it's really designed for the user to engage and build and and construct the materials that we're giving them and then there's video and then there's music and then there's interaction it's 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 really it's it's really cool
5: well cool is an understatement honestly (laughs) and i mean that i mean when i went to the array of hope concert up in leroy new york because i made a trip up from philadelphia with my family And we just walked away feeling so close to God because it's a beautiful audio visual presentation really is concert. It's, uh, Mm
4: -hmm.
5: and the, the, the people who are involved in it, everyone is so gifted. I mean, talk about that, Mario. I know you have such gifted people on your staff.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I really, everyone on our team has, you know, certain gifts and we, we, um, we push them to explore what the, what their gifts are from the Holy spirit and the gifts of the Holy spirit. And, and we kind of find everyone's sweet spot. So some, some gifts are uh, musical gifts. Some gifts are public speaking. Some gifts are technical. Uh, some gifts are, you know, creating content and editing. So, um, you know, I, I try to surround myself with people that first and foremost are on fire for the faith because it's, it, we have to be on the same page spiritually. Um, we have to have the same objective, uh, and we have to recognize that we're working for the creator of the universe <laughs> Amen. And, 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 then, uh, you know, and then everything else falls into place, you know? Um, so, um, you know, it, I'm, uh, the team that we have now, it, it, there's about 13 or 14 of us We're really, you know, um, you know, uh, very excited. I mean, every day is an exciting day here. You know, there's new things that we develop and new things that we're talking about. We're we're actually going to be releasing a song. Uh, is this this is live, right?
5: It is live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: if you were to go to our website, we're releasing a song called uh, "Hope Can Last Forever." It's going to be released tomorrow on all the music platforms. Uh, it's a really exciting song, uh, and um, we have a podcast that we release every two weeks. Uh, we have some amazing people on that as well. And um, yeah, so uh, you know we're we're excited.
5: And good reason too. you good reason <laughs> to be. And now, I know uh, you're on a lot of different social media platforms. Again, it's spelled a r r a y of hope in yeah. case you've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. But you know, soon not only will you uh, know who they are, but your friends will too. I'm gonna invite all of you please to share this podcast and share their website. So people can find out, I know, especially Mario, you would like for archdiocese and diocese to find out about what you do. Mm -hmm. So pastors can bring a ray of hope to their churches. I didn't know if you want to make a shout out there.
2: Yeah. So it's very simple. Uh, You share the website. Once you go on the website, you click on an events tab And all our events are listed. The very top one is the virtual retreat event or virtual events. You click on that and there's all kinds of examples and thoughts and ideas that I just shared with you on this podcast. There's a video on there that you can look at and you could check it out. Uh, And then there's also a, a button that you click and we'll send you an invite to our monthly come and see event. So this come and see event allows you to, register for an event that we produce specifically for people that are inquiring about this type of event. So it could be pastors, it could be bishops, it could be catechetical leaders, DREs. Uh, We just did our first uh, large come and see last week and it was great. We had 101 people all tapped in and inquiring about what we've been doing. We've been doing small come and Zoom events for about six weeks where I really got a sense of what people needed and what their concerns were with what's going on with COVID. And then we put the program based on what I was hearing. Uh, But this come and see event, uh, I think we're doing the next one in the middle of September. So all you have to do is go online, register for it, we'll send you a registration and you're in. So you can kind of be part of it.
5: No, that's just perfect. Honestly, it's just perfect. I should mention, too, that they have a YouTube channel. So you want to see some of the videos from Array of Hope, and it's very uplifting. I mean, for those people who are listening who are concerned about their kids and grandkids and uh, young genera- the younger generation, Array of Hope is where it's at. Uh, so if you go there, this is what you want to share with some of those young people that you know. And especially for youth ministers who work in churches and archdioceses and dioceses, please do find out about Array of Hope. You can go right to that web, that uh, YouTube channel. I think that's a great place to go to learn more. Um, so tell us more about just what is it like to make these beautiful videos, and also just the performance part of it, because yeah. it's so uplifting.
2: Yeah, when when I first started Array of Hope, I was just eager to. Um, just to do something that the Lord was calling me to do. So, as I mentioned, it was it was very praise and worship. It was very sort of share a little bit of a, your faith journey or story. As A Ray of Hope developed, and this is our 10th year now, um, my spiritual uh, awakening and growth went deeper and I started to develop my intellect, uh, spiritual intellect and, and desire for understanding the faith more. And the Lord was pushing me to uh, make our events and our content always rooted in the truth of Catholic teaching and true doctrine. And um, so everything that we do, uh, we try to uh, create uh, something that is, as I share with you, very, uh, um, you know, very common or very relatable that people can connect with, but then always sort of Make it obvious that it's rooted in truth. And when I say make it obvious, um, the truth is logical. You know, the truth. That we're talking about families or kids. When you when you convey the teachings of the church in a practical, logical way, it's very convincing. You can't debate it and that's what i needed for my own spiritual journey i needed to be convinced that, that the teachings were true i needed to be convinced that the sacraments were real like all right yeah yeah okay uh, you want me to confess to a, a man sure why and when i read the the you know the church fathers and when i read the history and understand understood where the origins of that was it made sense so what we do to answer your question, Anne, is that it's rooted in truth, which is rooted in logic, which is rooted in the natural law, which is rooted in God. So before you, so people come away with experiencing what we do from a ray of hope, whether it be a film or music or a podcast, saying, "Well, we really can't debate that because it's not rooted in opinion. You know, it's just rooted in 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 in, in truth." you know? And, and the biggest thing that we deal with is relativism. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their own sort of truth and, and, and we kind of push back on that by stating, well, that's your opinion. Relativism relativism is often based on what you believe your truth to be. Uh, Often we forget that the truth lies in God, the truth lies in, in, in the creator of the universe. Um, So it's kind of a long winded, Explanation, but uh, that's sort of what I've been led through the Holy Spirit to create things that drove me to the church. Because I'm the average guy, you know, mm-hmm. I was not raised up in in um, in ministry. It, I was all new to it, so um, the Lord, I think, picked me because I didn't have that typical approach, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I'm always thinking about outside the box and I'm not really thinking with a Catholic cat per se. I'm kind of thinking like the average person Well, prove it to me uh, or else I'm not going to believe you. You know, I don't know if that makes sense.
5: Well, it makes complete sense because yeah. people these days won't uh, move forward with things that they don't see the so-called logic. And the way that you present it is, you know what, there's some real logical things here.
4: Mm hmm.
5: You know, yeah. And 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 you understand also the secular world. And that's a great well, thing. I'm so excited for you and Bill to connect too, because you have a lot in common. Bill, yeah. I know
2: you got something to say. <laughs> Shoot away, <laughs> Bill. Sure.
3: No, I, I
5: I'm just blown away
3: by by your um, by by just how open you are and how uh, and and your vision. Your vision is truly uh, one. As you said, I think really the Lord picked you because of that unique vision uh, you know there are so many people who do follow the cookie cutter uh, I, I came as a convert or I came as uh, a person who is always on fire. I came as a person but rarely do you hear I came as a person it makes me a li- little lukewarm you know like, uh, like you know, I was doing I was doing the you know following the following the motions right mm-hmm. of, of the church and and you know rarely a lot of those people get stuck they don't they you know like like and you think about a lot of the uh catholics who 70% of them don't believe in the real presence right there's 70% of the people sitting in your pew every sunday that that don't believe that jesus is really there in in the host and so uh you know body blood soul divinity and so you know your approach uh stemming from that okay that average guy average joe Uh, on on, on an average Sunday, makes so much sense. It makes so much sense to be able to then minister to them using the method that the Holy Spirit's given you, and with the technology, I think that that's so important, too. And maybe you want to speak a little bit to technology, Mm -hmm. just because technology, you know, is now pervasive. I have my degree in TV, radio, production. Um, I've been involved in this in some way, shape, or form since I graduated college, uh, whether it be a disc jockey on the radio or uh, doing radio programs, whatever it is, but it, I find myself surrounded by it. You know, you know. Everybody says mm-hmm. disconnect, 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 and yes, mm-hmm. it's true. We got to disconnect, but we also have to employ the technology that we we are given. And and you've done an amazing thing with creating a whole platform, but um, but we also have to employ the technology and the film to and and do the Lord's work in it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, you know, um, my hero is Jesus, right? And and Jesus Amen. conveyed um, big, deep theological virtues and, and concepts through simple parables. So the parable was designed to just speak to the average person. And, and um, essentially, you know, you got to go down to the level of the person that you, you're speaking to and be relatable one way. And that's what technology is in a way. I mean, even... I got a two-year-old granddaughter and uh, she's uh, zipping away on this iPhone. Like, I can't believe it. I mean, they're all, they, they're born with technology. So to think that the church can't evangelize through the technology, I think, is just naive. I mean, we need to be where they are at. Well, it's
5: not only uh, it, it's, it's, it's incorrect, but uh, it's almost like deceiving, you know, because I think it's a great way that we can really honestly connect with those younger people, and I've seen it, Mario. I mean, when I went to your concert, you had people dancing to, to the music and praising the Lord anywhere mm-hmm. from age zero to 100. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And that's just so great to see. You don't see that too often when you go to Catholic or Christian concerts, mm-hmm. people that are really engaged of yeah. all ages. And you know what? It can be done online. Mm -hmm. it can be done online. So think about that to the pastors that are listening and the people in ministry work uh, is that that can be brought right to your church as an online platform.
2: Yeah. You know, and I want to speak to that because um, I really um, um, gained a lot of information over the past five, six weeks when I was having all these zoom meetings with pastors and diocese all over the country. And the underlying tone was very, uh, Everyone felt defeated that they weren't unable to function as a church because of COVID, and um, I, 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 I shared with them when I was putting together this uh, this platform. I, in my scripture reading, I kept on coming uh, across the word "rise up, rise up," you know, in, in multiple of passages throughout the scripture, and one that struck with me hit a chord it was in proverbs 24 verse 16 it said for the righteous for the righteous fall seven times and raises and rises again but the wicked stumble in times of calamity so the point is that you know these are difficult times these are times of calamity but we shouldn't succumb to that you know we need to rise up essentially and say hey you know there's been difficult times in the church, difficult times in our culture. Why would we bow down now? As a matter of fact, that's what the evil one wants, right? So we have to, we have to, we have to unite as a universal church. We have to, we have to um, pray for one another and and overcome what we're presented with. And uh, that's essentially how we were, you know, inspired by this whole rise up, you know, virtual retreat platform. Uh, because we do need to rise up as a church, we need to be um, secure uh, that the, the promises, you know, we have to have hope, you know, and, and hope is understanding that the promises that Christ gave us will come true. You know, uh, in the end, we win, right? We're victorious. And we have to remember that we can't feel that overwhelmed by what's going on. And, and I found I sensed that from a lot of members of the church, like, what are we going to do? We can't do anything. It's like, no, no, we got to do everything, yeah. you know, now
3: and you know he calls us to rise up Christ right Christ calls us to rise up during these times and so it doesn't necessarily mean that that you have to rise up by doing these huge massive acts of love it's about doing these little things throughout your day that that set other people and help other people rise up and help yourself rise up. You know, I mean I I mm-hmm. we, you know, we talk a lot mm-hmm. about the the depression during this time. We talk a lot about the the struggle, the anxiety. I know I battle with it. You know, it's like okay, but but when we reach out, when we do something simple for other people, when we uh and 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 Christ says it. I mean, you probably can speak to it better than I can, but how many times does he say, you know, uh, you know, rise up to the person who is, you know, blind or a beggar that is you know, uh, laying there. You know, uh, pick up your mat and and go home, right? Like, like this is what he's saying. Like, rise up, get up, move. Mm-hmm. You know, and and right now we're wa- we're witnessing a lot of people. You know, and and, and I love that uh, quote about for, about calamity. I love mm-hmm. that quote about calamity mm-hmm. because really think about that. Think about that internally, and, and listeners, think about that, and and realize that. The the wicked during these times have no one to turn to, they have nobody to mm-hmm. help them rise up and get and get out of their of their skin. And even though mm. we might stumble and fall, and certainly we do, we have our own anxiety and our own issues. But think about it, the 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 people who do not have the faith that we have, man, man, what a what a what a what a sad thing. And how do we bring this to them? How do we show them the the. Uh, the truth.
5: You said it so well, Bill. Thank you so much. And thank you, Mario, because you say rise up. Now I can't help but think of that song. (laughs) That's a Mm. great song by Array of Hope. Let's talk about that too, because the lyrics, the music, it's just so great. You know, their musically. Array of Hope is amazing. I Mm. mean, you want to get a hold of their downloads. uh, How can they do that? Because, you know, really, honestly, musically, you guys are really, really good. I
2: mean that um, just on all the music platforms, uh, you know, Spotify and, and uh, Apple music, we're, 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 up on all that stuff. We're releasing new music all the time. Um, we, like I said, we're releasing a new song tomorrow. Um, the rise up theme that you're talking about actually hasn't even been released yet. We're planning on releasing that. I think the end of this year, possibly the first of next year. So we have a bunch of new songs that we were slated to release throughout the, the year. And, um, And uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're fun. They're exciting and they're relevant and, and, and and all in the same breath, they're prolific too, you know, because they, they're prolific only because of what the times that we're in, you know, and, um, and, and and they're all designed to, and you kind of said it, Bill, it's like um, the, uh, the paraplegic, or the the person that was crippled in the, in the gospels and, and Jesus said, rise up. Well, you know, those figures over, overcame the circumstance because, you know, Jesus said to that you have faith, rise up. You know, it's the faith, it's the belief, it's the trust that makes us overcome what we're dealing with. Uh, and that's what we're, we're trying to instill is that we, we shouldn't give up and we should believe that the promises in Christ made to us will yeah. come true. You know, that's the hope. That's the virtue of hope, really.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah it's a very happy and joy filled thing. You know, we're in a tough time right now with this pandemic, but in the end, you know, we're all going to get through this. I know we will because mm-hmm. uh, the Holy spirit speaks to all of us that way. And I think the, the, the work that you're doing is all about the joy, you know, it's a, the joy amidst the pain. And, and I just commend you on that. So tell us what else is going on because, you know, you're doing some good things with these online events if somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I want them to come to my church," mm-hmm. what would be the next steps?
2: Well, you you would just need to go to the Array of Hope website uh, and just engage uh, through the website and ask us to respond back, and 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 we can do that. Uh, it, it's really that simple, and then we we take it one step at a time and see what. Um, you know what their need is or what they're looking to do and and then we would put together a program or put together uh you know a retreat whatever whatever like the the one that we're doing up there for Father Matt in New York we're putting together sort of like a family event a family retreat um the other thing that we're I'm excited about is that you know we have these you know podcasts with some really noted presenters and speakers that we've worked with that you know, we release that every two weeks. You know, we've had people like Scott Hahn and Damon Owens, Jason Everett, Peter, Dr. Peter Kreeft, really noted presenters that I've learned so much from that I would encourage people to to go check out. And we have our blog. So there's a lot of stuff that we're doing and putting together that um, I think can really help people in their faith walk. Um, So.
5: No, that's good to hear. So great to hear because all of those people that you just mentioned are uh, awesome speakers. And in fact, I know that Bill himself interviewed Dr. Scott Hahn on Young awesome. Catholics Respond on his, uh, other podcasts. He's got this podcast and some others, but, um, especially this one.
3: Well, so you're, yeah, you're, you're busy, Bill. Yeah. yeah, he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Very but busy it's all guy. good though, but it's good. I mean, it's good busy. And, you know, I mean, just like you, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're busy for the Lord and we're doing his work in, in the kingdom. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is, which is so important, you know, it's so important that, that we, and, and really, you just kind of are living, you know, you know, I, I I feel like I'm just living, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit puts people, puts podcasts, puts books, puts, uh, you know, radio shows in your way to, you influence people. I mean, I, I was joking around with a lot of my guests or even or even not even uh, guests on on radio programs and stuff. I said, do they realize I just finished a bowl of Fruit Loops ten minutes before I sat down at my computer to do this interview? Like you know, here I am, <laughs> you know, here I am talking to you know people like Scott Hahn and yourself and all these all these people, and I'm sitting there. Do they realize that I just you know am sitting sitting in a little two bedroom apartment with my yeah. wife, you know, eating Fruit Loops? You know, like yeah.
5: really?
2: Well, we're all human, right?
5: Right, that's right, that's right. I mean, for instance, me who just finished dinner right before this podcast and rushed up to get in time so (laughs) we're all we're all human beings you know and and we're doing our thing because we want to spread the message of love and the message of hope amen and um bill i know i just told bill today uh i just do want to mention this on the podcast if i could that a very good priest has died in the archdiocese of philadelphia that was uh, a priest at, at the church that i used to attend and a very good friend of ours i just want to make a shout out uh, his name is Father Albert Santor Sola, uh, a very good priest who he was all about loving Jesus. That was mm-hmm. his main thing was relationship with Christ and the church. But he was a very uh, human and kind and loving uh, priest who made an impact, made an impact because he got right in there with the sheep and got to know them, and got to know their stories, and really cared about their pain and their suffering. So I just want to make that shout out to our priests that are listening, and especially just say a little lift up a prayer, if we could, for Father, his name was Father Al. He was right from South Philly. He was Italian, just like you, Mario, and my mm-hmm. husband, <laughs> and uh, and just a very good priest. So um just got word today so just want to lift up that prayer yes, and yes. and pray for all please pray for our priests and our religious because they yes. need our prayers and yes. uh, and it's a tough time for them too with this yeah. whole covid thing
2: it is yeah yeah there's there's um there are great priests out there you know and unfortunately uh a lot of people with with what has happened in the church feel that all priests are like that, but they're they're not. they a majority of the priests are good, you know. That's right. And good men dedicated to really sharing mm. the faith and sharing the kingdom. So I'm with you on that one, Ann. Amen.
5: Amen. Thank you for letting me mention that. Yeah. So if somebody's listening, even if it's an individual or a family who's going through some tough times and maybe their kids are away from the church. Mm. I wondered if you might have some advice for them to help them to minister to their kids or relatives that are not really practicing their faith.
2: Well, uh, first and foremost, I would make a devotion to St. Monica every single day and pray to her. Uh, She was the mother of St. Augustine, who was... uh, in, uh, away from the church and, and lived a very uh, scrupulous and uh, unethical life for many, many years. And she, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but I think she prayed for like 20 years or something crazy. Uh, and he became one of the, the greatest uh, saints uh, and, uh, you know, a, a, a wonderful theologian and a, a pillar of the Catholic church. So um, that would be first and foremost. Second, uh is uh pray third is uh pray (laughs) uh you know uh and then you know uh you know share the faith through example you know sometimes i think young people are disenchanted with the with the church because of what they hear uh, and, and and rightfully so sometimes they just get a negative impression of what's going on with the church and um, they don't have the uh, formation or they don't have the connection uh, spiritually to even bother. And I think, and I'm, I, and I'm, I'm saying this from experience. Um, you know, you can preach to your blue in the face. It's not going to make any kind of impact, but if you are an example of what you say, um, that speaks volumes, uh, you know, if you're kind to people and, and you're, uh, deliberate in your prayer life and they see that and, and, um, you share, uh, things in a loving way that, uh, inspires you and to act as Christ would in every situation, you're not a hypocrite. That's the way you could, you know, uh, I think you make the greatest impression, especially with young people or people of your family. Um, And then maybe, you know, like pray that, uh, you know, that uh, something happens in their life. That's what I do. I pray that the Holy Spirit or God puts someone in their life that can make an impression. Because sometimes when you're close to family members or friends, you, you can't you can't pierce it because you're either their father or their cousin or their uncle. It's like, they're not really listening to you because you're family. But if you pray for someone to walk into their life that they don't know, or maybe didn't know that they had a relationship with Christ, then they say something that makes them think twice or um, that can be powerful too.
5: Oh, that's completely perfect advice because you're right. It's the, it's the walk, not so much the talk sometimes Mm. I think. Yeah, it really is.
3: Yeah, it comes that's down good. to that, you know, and and I think that's um, you know not only great advice, but I think it's also uh, a good reminder for all faithful Catholics, you know, that are out there, to be joyful and to be hopeful and to and to live the faith out, you know, uh, being being the example again. It's little things throughout the day. It's little moments. That you yeah. that that you live your faith. Everybody thinks, you know, oh my gosh, to live my faith, I have to, you know, be be this martyr or something. No, no, no. Uh, to live your faith just means to simply live each moment or each heartbeat for for others and and for um, you know showing showing the gospel, putting the gospel on display, like you said, you know. And, and if you do that, uh, that's what's going to win over the hearts. It might not be immediately, um, but but. Um, it, it, will, it will happen. And again, if you're too close to a situation, I really like that advice. Pray for somebody uh, who, to come into that person's life uh, yeah. to help them because, I, because that, uh, that, that definitely is true.
5: Yeah. That's so perfect. Hey, Bill, I wondered if you could tell Mario and also the listeners, uh, although we've discussed it a lot before, it's so important because Bill is offering this awesome series called Discover Your Mission. I think that Mario, you might be interested in hearing about it, too. It's a Patreon series. Bill, please tell us about that.
3: Yeah, sure. So, uh, folks, uh, this past weekend, uh, which was, uh, I guess, the August uh, 29th through the 31st or whatever that was, uh, 28th through the 30th, uh, we released the uh, new video. There's a brand-new video on the platform uh, with Dr. Mary Amore, who's actually coming up tomorrow night on Journeys in Faith. With you, Anne, but um, she does a whole series on the Eucharist. But basically, this is your parish mission uh, on, uh, on, on like snackable, pie, air, you know, three 30 minute talks, three 30 minute talks that are downloadable uh, to your uh, phone via the Patreon app. Uh, they're also available on your computer if you want to download them there. Uh, but it's only $25 a month, and we upload a new parish mission or personalized mission each and every month uh, to your uh, to this platform. So you sign up uh, at patreon.com/patchworkheartministry. You go over there, uh, and you can sign up. It's $25. You'll see the tier that says "Discover Your Mission," uh, and you sign up for that tier, and you'll get access to that and all the entire content, media content that we have available. Uh, so so if you're looking for, and you're unable to get out to parish missions, uh, because there aren't any going on right now, uh, we bring the speakers to you. Uh, we've had great ones. Uh, Dr. Mary Amore, who's the uh, executive director of Mays Lake Ministries, is going to be uh, this month, or, or sorry, uh, August, uh, which is the most recent one we've released, but then we also have uh, great speakers like Kendra Von Esch, uh, and uh, we have uh, Ray Haywood, uh, William Hemsworth. So there's so many great uh, people who are geared right to giving amazing parish missions, and you can get them right on your phone, you can get them on your uh, computer, you can share these with a friend. So uh, really, I encourage you all to head over to patreon.com patchworkheartministry, and you'll be able to download and get uh, these, these things. So thank you, Anne, for, uh, for letting me give a short plug and thank you, yeah. Mario
2: too. That's awesome. Well, That's awesome. I have to
5: say, Bill, thank you. But my mind also went to the fact that I think Array of Hope slash Mario or someone in Array of Hope would be also a good guests. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to say it. I mean, I <laughs> don't know fun. what you, you're probably thinking the same thing, oh, oh, but, sure. uh, I do think they'd be amazing, amazing. So let's think about that too, Bill.
3: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely.
5: And Mario maybe, <laughs> Sure, sure. Hey, <laughs> hey. or someone from Array of Hope.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. It's a great series.
5: Yeah. And I'm awesome. extremely excited. I have to mention that, Bill, I thank you for the invitation because the St. Raymond Onatus foundation will also be doing a little presentation also on the Patreon series at discover your mission. And it's going to be myself and I'll be talking about mercy and some other concepts there. I haven't developed them yet, but it's going to be in that whole realm of uh, family ministry and, and mercy. So, absolutely. Bill, thanks so much.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, this is so much fun, and it's so much fun to meet great creators and great content creators uh, because, because you know, when we're in this for the Lord, uh, we know that we're reaching hearts. We know that we're reaching souls. We know that we're reaching uh, minds for Christ and, and, and transforming uh, minds, minds for Christ. I, I think it was this past weekend, or maybe the weekend before, that we heard it at Mass, right? You know, do not be conformed to to this age, but be conformed to the renewal of your mind. And man, do we ever need that more and more uh, during this season in our lives right now? We've got to uh, conform our mind to Christ and not this crazy COVID-ridden <laughs> world. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Good. Absolutely.
5: Good. Now I have to say before we end, because we're coming close to the end of the show, is please to go to that Array of Hope website at A-R-R-A-Y of Hope.net and also connect with them on all the social media platforms. You know, if you have young teenagers or kids or even, you know, kids the same age as my kids are in their 20s, they love Array of Hope. I mean, (laughs) they went to your concert and they listened to your music and just are so enriched by it. You know, but especially, I can't say enough that to the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, where I live, that this is what you want to do. You want to connect with them. If you want to engage people at your parishes, Array of Hope is the way to do it, especially this online program and this online event. I can't say enough good about that. So to all those archdiocese and diocese out there, uh, Mario, tell them exactly, if they want to reach to you directly, we how. Ha- Where would they reach you?
2: Um, Just mario, M-A-R-I-O, at arrayofhope.net. That's my email address. It'll come to me directly. Cool. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of.
5: (laughs) Now, Bill's (laughs) out there in Wisconsin. Hey, Bill, make a shout out to the the diocese out there, too, because I know that they need uh, to hear about Array of Hope. Yeah. It's such a message of hope. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, what's really cool uh, is that, you know, we're from the Northeast and we have events now booked all over the country. We're going to Mm -hmm. Florida, California, Boston, Maine, uh, uh, Massachusetts. I mean, it's crazy, you know I mean? And and some of these events we're doing in the same day, you know, which is kind of, we'd never be able to do that in in the live context. I mean, uh, so there, there is some exciting or some benefit uh, to be able to do, you know, to be able to, share the faith all over the country so quickly. Uh, So in the interim, uh, you know, when we don't have the ability to be there in person, this is the second best thing.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And so definitely reach out. Uh, It's uh, arrayofhope.net, right? A-R-R-A-Y. That's right. Of hope.net. So uh, folks, please check it out. Uh, The other thing I want to do real quickly is just mention that you can also head over to our website, patchworkheart.org. Uh, you know, you'll be able to find all the archives of these podcasts. So if you're listening to this, you're like, where can I find it? And, you know, what are these dates and times and everything? Again, with Mario, uh, or how do I connect with all this stuff? Just head over to patchworkheart.org. You'll be able to see that. Uh, in addition, if it's your first time visiting the website, you're going to uh, get a splash pop-up screen uh, to get your free Uh, the Fearless Scriptural Rosary Download. I really encourage you to grab uh, the Fearless Scriptural Rosary Download. It's where we took all these Scripture passages that say, do not be afraid, fear not, and we paired them with the Rosary uh, to help you overcome these difficult times we're living in. So pray the Rosary fearlessly. Uh, and it'll pop right up. Uh, just enter your email, you'll get a free PDF download uh, in your email for uh, signing up. So check that out. Uh, but Mario, thank you so much for, uh, for all that you, uh, all the time you spent and all the great work you're doing. Uh, it, it's been awesome to have you. I hope we get to have you back on again.
2: Yeah, of course. And, and thank you for having me, guys. It's been fun sharing the faith with you and just uh, sharing fellowship. It's wonderful.
3: <laughs> yes, it
5: is. I agree. Thank you so much. <laughs> Please come back, Mario. I look okay. forward to talking to Absolutely. you soon.
2: 100%. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Yes. God bless.
3: God bless. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode of Sewing Hope. Until next time from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, the St. Raymond and Honest Foundation, and uh, Fiat Ministry Network, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart and sowing hope into broken hearts. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or Andesantis2.
0: Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series.
1: When I was young in the 1950s, I attended Catholic Grammar School and I memorized the Baltimore Catechism. In fact, I think I got an A on all of my tests. Um, I faithfully attended Mass each week, not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid if I didn't, I would suffer eternal damnation. I followed all the rules. I followed my Catholic faith um, faithfully but it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine.
2: I can't even share with you how I was so rote in my faith and I was attending Mass but I was not present. I was a good man, I was a good father. I was instilling the sacraments into my family. Uh, I was definitely not intentional. I was stuck rope with my faith.
3: But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous, meekness that empowered him to play the game
4: and i tell him what is going on with me and he's like oh okay and i'm like no 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 i think this is like some sort of miracle dude and he's like okay, you know of course but i'll believe it when i see it honey you've been trying to quit and you've been saying this and saying that and i'm a, you know he his big line to me is you shouldn't say things <laughs> because i never follow through on them and so this was Week after week, month after month, he is looking at me like this is a miracle. There is no way that you on your own could have done this.
0: In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 through 21, St. Paul compares the sacrifice of the Christians to the sacrifice of Israel and then to the sacrifice of the pagans. Paul calls the chalice the blood of christ and the bread as participation in the body of christ and then warns his listeners that you cannot partake of the table of the lord and the table of demons at the same time so in other words you need to decide what are you going to participate in are you going to participate in the historic christian idea of the altar of sacrifice which is in the Eucharist, or not.